Yo, Big D here with a World Cup final preview on the Big D podcast. Before bringing my football and mate from across the pond, please subscribe, like, and share the Spunky Spectrum Sports YouTube page. See all my content. Can't believe we're at the end of the World Cup, but we've got one more match. Just cover off to check out the Big D podcast for your uh, Spotify and Apple users. So uh, joining us from the UK to talk World Cup final. Argentina and France is uh, Charlie Mullen. And Charlie, uh, I can't believe this tournament's almost over. Seems like it just started. It does indeed, Dylan. Hello, and uh, thanks for having me on. Yeah, um, it's it's always sad when a tournament like this comes to an end. I remember we spoke during the Euros last summer, and um, that flew by. And yeah, same sort of feelings now. The tournament has just flown by. We got used to four matches a day and then it came down to two matches a day and then there was days without any matches and now there's only two matches left. But in all, fact, in all, in all seriousness, there's only one match really. Um, the third and fourth place playoff. Why bother? The players don't want to be involved in it. At this stage, they just want to go home. They're disappointed. They missed out on uh, the final. So don't put them through another game. Just imagine if, Dylan, one of those players, let, let's say Luka Modric pulls a hamstring in this game and returns to Real Madrid and misses maybe five, six, seven weeks. It's hardly or, fair, is it? Or Kimi tears his ACL and PhD will be left without a right back the rest of the year. Exactly. Exactly. So I don't think it's fair that there should be a third, fourth place playoff. I know historically they have to play it because, well, I don't even know why. It must be for some sort of seeding process in future tournaments. But no, let's just talk about the big game, the biggest game in soccer. Yeah, so uh, Charlie, uh, my, my, my World Cup final memory doesn't go back as far as yours does. But, whoa, 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 that's a cheap shot. Are no, I'm, old? Are no, I'm old? saying your memory goes back. Your memory goes back to the seventies. My memory goes back to the nineties. So, so I'm so. Uh, what are your what are your favorite World Cup final memories that you can think of? Well, I'm glad you asked me that, uh, Dylan. Uh, I don't know if you can see that. Uh, yep. That was, in my lifetime, that was the first World Cup that Northern Ireland qualified for. They qualified again four years later in Mexico. Obviously, they made the 1958 World Cup final, but I'm not that old. I wasn't around for that. Um, So those two stick out in my mind, obviously, because Northern Ireland haven't been back in a World Cup since. And for those of you watching this, Northern Ireland wear green shirts. Um, You've probably never seen them play, so they're a little bit of... A little bit of knowledge for you. Um, before that, 1978, I was eight years old, giving away my age now. Um, I remember the Argentina World Cup. Uh, one thing that stands out for me was the ticker tape, you know, all the um, paper falling from the skies. Um, Argentina, Mario Kempes, um, great player, great goal, great final against Holland or the Netherlands. Um, so I do remember that. Uh, I remember Brazil were outstanding that year too, but just couldn't get to the final and finish it. But um, I remember Zico. Um, he was my favorite player at that time. Things he could do with the football was just unbelievable. So 1978 and then 1982, 
Um, I really get into it. Um, I think Zico played 1978. I could be wrong there, but he definitely played 1982. Um, and I've got to give a shout out. To, here's a little bit of trivia for you. <clears throat> you wanted some trivia for me for World Cup finals. Now, I will come to that. But here's one for you. Who is the youngest player to play in a World Cup tournament? Not Pele, right? Oh, no, 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 no. Wash your mouth out, son. Wash your mouth out. There's a particular reason why I'm asking I'm asking you this question. Okay, what is okay, who is it? Well, he's from Northern Ireland, and it's Norman Whiteside, who went on to play for Man United. And um he is my all-time favorite soccer player. Um he's five years older than me. So in 1982, when he made the World Cup final, I was 12 years old. He was 17. He beat Pele's record. Um, and I was thinking to myself, this guy's like five years older than me and playing in the World Cup. And he's from Northern Ireland. Sm small, tiny little country. Uh, we haven't done much in the World Cup, but we still have that record and we're holding on to it for dear life. Um, youngest player ever to play in the World Cup. Norman Whiteside, Northern Ireland. So How don't ever forget that. How old was Theo Walker when he, England picked him for the 06 Walker? I don't know. He wasn't as young as Norman Whiteside. I know that for a fact. <laughs> uh, I'm trying. Um, my favorite Walker final memories may be Ronaldo. I don't mean Christian Ronaldo. I mean the OG Ronaldo. Getting yeah, I was kind of, I was, I was kind of hoping we get through this podcast without mentioning the current Ronaldo. But um, okay, what year? Which which World Cup? That would be 2002 because 98 World Cup final didn't go well because he ran, got some medical issue like mm -hmm. a day or so before the final and wasn't himself against France. But then in 02, he didn't score one goal. He scored two goals against a really good German side. Yeah, yeah, he did. It was um perfect redemption for him, wasn't it? So... um. There's, I don't know if you get, the, well, I'm guessing you get the same coverage as we do, the cameras. Um, there's been several times where the camera has panned in on the original Ronaldo. And um, it looks like he's had a few after dinners and um, making the most of life since retirement. He's put on a few pounds, but uh, I'm not fat shaming him. I'm just saying he looks like someone who enjoys a good meal. Well, I think everybody in Brazil does. Yeah, well, actually, um, Carlos Alberto, sorry, uh, Roberto Carlos, um, and Cafu, they've also been spotted at the World Cup, and they look in great shape. Um, so yeah, no, those Ronaldo, two thousand and two, uh, yeah, um, that's 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 a good memory. That's a good flashback. That is good throwback, as people are saying these days. But um, yeah, besides Northern Ireland being in the World Cup, um, I'm trying to think. Um, I just, I just enjoy the whole tournament. Um, 1986, obviously, sticks out for me. Diego Maradona um, single-handedly um, winning the tournament for Argentina. Um, the, you know, the people in England might be watching this. So I have to be careful what I say. But the two goals that he scored against England were, you know, from one extreme to the other, the hand of God to possibly the best goal ever scored in a World Cup tournament. Um, but he was just unstoppable. Defenders kicked lumps out of him, but that's that low center of gravity that he had made him just un, 
knock knock over a ball. He just couldn't knock him over. And he was just a powerful, powerful runner. Brilliant with the ball. Shame what happened in his career, you know, getting you know, sent home in the 1994 World Cup. It would have been in America, yeah, uh, after he scored that goal against Greece. And everything sort of unraveled, you know, in the later stages of his career. But as a footballer, the things he could do with a football is just unbelievable. And, you know, um, I don't know. How old are you? Do you remember watching him? No. Uh, yeah. Man. If, well, I'm sure if you get chances to look at um, YouTube videos, you can just see some of the things that he could do with the football and mm-hmm. what he did for Napoli when he went there. They never won a championship. He, they, he won, sorry, the club won twice the Serie A title, the Scudetto, twice when he was there. Um, and again, it just sort of, he fell into the wrong company in Naples and um, that was the beginning of the end. So how about the two number 10s playing on Sunday? Lionel Messi and Kieran Mbappe. Not bad. Yeah, they were all right. They were all right, yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that. Ten goals between them. In fact, it's a very... This must be. I haven't had the chance and I don't even think there's any point in doing the research, but this must be the only World Cup final where four players go into the final sharing 18 goals between them. Messi and Mbappe have five each. <clears throat> Alvarez and Giroud have four each. And all four could easily win the Golden Boot Award. So I don't think we've ever seen a cup final in the World Cup where four players have shared 18 goals in the tournament. It's phenomenal. And um, it would be a very, very surprising scenario when none of those four score on Sunday. Yeah, it'll be um, the goalies scoring and penalties, right? Well, yeah, but we don't want it to go to that. We don't want it to come down to like um, a miss or saved penalty. Um, it would be nice if we did get extra time and the game finished 4-3. You know, the last final finished 4-2 when France beat Croatia four years ago in Moscow. So let's go for 4-3 this time and um, give us a bit more drama and excitement. But um, yeah. Wait a minute. That was the last time. Well, wait a minute. That was the last goal between France and Argentina. Was it? Yep. Right. In the last World in, that's right. 2018. Yes, in the last World Cup, yep. Um, so, yeah, I mean, France, they've got the, the runs on the board, as they say. Uh, most of those players played and have World Cup winner's medal. I mean, Mbappe, 23 years old, he's got a chance to win his second World Cup. Come on. Come on, give the rest a chance. But um, And for Messi, it would be the crowning glory in his illustrious career. And I think it'll finally put to an end this debate between who's the greatest between him and that other person that we mentioned and we don't want to mention again from Portugal. Um, he didn't win the World Cup. If Messi does, that puts an end to uh, that debate and um, ignites another one. Who's better, Maradona or Messi? Um, you probably have to say Messi. Both won World War. If they both win one World Cup, I think Messi has obviously scored more goals throughout his career. And um, he will probably win that argument. But for me, watching Maradona in his prime was amazing. I'm just I'm just thinking because by the time Marathon was at his full World Cup in the US, he was the shell of himself. Oh. Messi looks like he could play another 50 years. 
He does. I think he has said that this will be his last World Cup game, uh, which would be a shame. But again, you know, when you see players continuing their career long after their prime, like Michael Jordan, um, Tom Brady, <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Although this year, um, you know, hasn't gone so well for TR, TB12. But you don't want to see Messi in four years' time. I mean, you can see it now when you watch him play. There are long spells in a game where he's just walking around the field, you know, walking around the pitch. Uh, but that's that's fine. You know, he's just timing his runs intelligently. There's no point in using energy and wasting energy when there's no need to. He's so clever that he can just walk around the pitch, and take a little breather, let the other team, you know, take the, let the rest of his teammates pick up the slack and then when he's good and ready he'll he'll come back into the game and as he has done so many times in this World Cup come up with crucial contributions and matches that just you know swings the balance Argentina's way and you know Argentina are not a one-man team but when that one man is is clicking and he sees a gap or he sees something then watch out but, you know, France have a lot of good players in their team too, so uh, let's not underestimate them. Yeah, do you think this game could be? Do you think this game could be the passing of the torch from this era's current goat to the future goat, Messi to Mbappe? One hundred percent, without a doubt. Yeah, um, I don't even think it matters that you know if France win on Sunday, I don't think that will take away anything from Messi. Um, it still will be handing down the baton, as you said, greatest player ever, uh, to Kylian Mbappe. I mean, as I said, two World Cups at the age of 23. He could play in another four, th- three, definitely, maybe four, I'll be 12, and no, 16, 23, 39, 40, mm, 39. Yeah, he could do it. You know, people look after their bodies and um, play longer these days. So, yeah, I mean, it's frightening. It really is frightening. But, um, yeah, I think definitely Kylian Mbappe will be the greatest player um, going forward. And it might, you know, if he wins and he scores in this final, like he did four years ago in Moscow, then he will lay claim to being the greatest player in the world at the moment. Uh, besides Messi and Mbappe, which player from each team do you think will dictate the outcome of this game? Well, I've been really impressed, as I'm sure you have too, with uh, Antoine Griezmann. Um, if you get a moment, just watch the runs that he makes. You know, Forget about where the ball is. If the back four are passing the ball between them, just watch uh, Griezmann and the runs that he makes. For the goal the other night, for the first goal in the fifth minute against Morocco, um, he made two runs that effectively led to nothing. But he was prepared to make those runs and stretch the pitch, you know, drag defenders out of their comfort zone, etc. But then the third run that he made, okay, it was a bit of rash defending by the Moroccan. He dived in to get the ball. He didn't get the ball, which made life a lot easier for Griezmann. But those runs that he makes are just unbelievable. He rarely stops running. Even if it's just a little gentle jog, he's still moving. He's still making defenders think about him as to where he is. And um, that, that's that's a great ability to be able to do in a match. And um, I think he could be the key. You know, Argentina have got a lot of great players as well. Um, but I think Griezmann 
He's probably the, the one other player, other superstar on show on Sunday that really could dictate this 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 game. Who do you think? I mean, Griezmann's another one. He was man in the man in the match against Morocco. Man scored scored a key scored the key penalty four years ago against Croatia. So oh. you know he's and watching Griezmann play at this World Cup, he's been playing a little deeper than he was four years ago. Yeah. Yet nobody can stop him. England no. couldn't stop him. Morocco couldn't stop him. How will Argentina stop him? Well, maybe miss him. Well, I'll tell you how Argentina can stop him. With uh, Mr. Enzo Fernandez. I mean, Enzo Fernandez could be the key. Whoever wins that battle between Fernandez and Griezmann probably wins the game. Yeah. I Yeah. Definitely. I agree with the point that you made about Griezmann playing a lot deeper. Um, his defensive um, duties in this World Cup shouldn't be underestimated either. I mean, can you think of a player in the last 10 years or so who is just as good as Griezmann in defence as Griezmann is in attack? Is there a player in the last 15, 10, 15 years who is very good at both ends of the pitch? I can't think of any. Not in midfield. I can think no. of defenders, but not midfield, especially no. on the world stage. No, but defenders don't have the same capabilities going in, into attack like Griezmann has. So as a midfielder, there is nobody who can do what he does in defence and in attack as well. So <clears throat> he's redefining that midfield role. Um, and um, yeah, again, he could win his second World Cup as well. So a lot riding in this game on Sunday. Yeah, so uh, who do you think is an X factor in this game? I don't care what what side you pick. Uh, hmm. it's, God, is it too obvious to go for Messi? Mm -hmm. uh, it, it is, isn't it? It is too obvious to, oops, to go for Messi. Um, and it doesn't always work out the way that um, fate draws it up, you know? We're saying, oh, it's it's written in the stars for Messi to end his international career, winning the World Cup. It doesn't always work that way. Um, if that was if that was the case, Dan Marino would have won his, you know, his last game would have been winning the Super Bowl. But it, you know, it doesn't work that way. Um, so yeah, there's yeah, Messi's going to have to be on song um, on Sunday, and I believe he will. Uh, I, I do. I think he could be the difference um, in this game. Now, if you're France, if you're France, you could be really cynical and, you know, make life uncomfortable for him in the early stages, make him make, you know, to make sure that he's not going to have an easy game like he probably has all tournament. Yes, he's had a few kicks here and there. Um, I was told when I was playing football from an early age, you know, whoever you're marking, put one on them early so that the next time they get the ball, they'll be expecting something similar. So I know this. Football nowadays is a lot different. Soccer nowadays is a lot different to what I was playing when I was growing up. But still, if you have to take a yellow card for um, nullifying the messy effect, then so be it. Take one for the team. Uh, I think a guy who could have a very important role on Sunday night is uh, non. Is it wait non Hal Molina? Is that how you oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been impressed with him. 
I've I've enjoyed watching Mission Molina play that right side, and that right back is going to be key because Mbappe might be the fastest play I've ever seen, and if Molina can sort of can sort of maybe not eliminate but minimize Mbappe like what Kyle Walker did in the England game, that won't eliminate France, but that will make it. But it'll make it harder for France to score because I think both teams are going to try and counter each other. Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. <clears throat> definitely. Now there's been a lot of good um, defenders on show, and um, Acuna for Argentina. He's another one that's um, he's one of those no nonsense defenders. Um, so I just hope that it's a free flowing game. But I know that there's been so much riding on it um, from both sides. Both nations have won the World Cup twice. And they'll become one of them will become the fourth nation to win three or more World Cups. So hopefully it's a nice open game with a lot of goals. We don't want to see like someone scoring early on and then defending for the uh, remainder of the game, um, which might not make it a very exciting spectacle for everyone to watch. But we shall see. Um. By the way, here's an issue with France. I've been hearing, I'm not sure you've been hearing over in illness. Europe. Illness, yeah. France has got some uh, illness issues going on right now. Uh, yes. Rabio and uh, who's the uh, Bayern Munich defender? I can't. Up a ring. I'm not sure. I just saw that a couple of players were um, affected. Fran. Fran. Yeah. So, um,. <laughs> Not what you need before the biggest match of your career, potentially. No, definitely not. Definitely not. But, um, yeah, hopefully everybody will be fit enough to um, play. Um, There's nothing worse than getting to, you know, helping your nation get to a World Cup final and missing out through illness, you know. But um, we shall wait and see when the teams are announced. You think think Benzema's plays in the final? Is he just a plan B if, like, France may need a goal in the 110th minute? No, no, no. He, he won't be involved. He might be in there to, like, lift the trophy, but not play. Possibly, yeah. I know that the French Federation have invited him to the final, but uh, I think that's possibly for the goals that he scored to help them get to the tournament. Again, it's um, unlucky for him that he got injured on the eve of the tournament. Um, but no, I don't think he, you know, there was talk that he might rejoin the the squad, but I think the squad is just nicely balanced. You don't want to bring somebody in because what would Giroud think? You know, if you brought Benzema into the squad, is that saying, yeah, thanks for the goals, the four goals that you've scored so far, getting, you know, the winner against England, but, you know, Benzema's here now, so you're going to have to sit on the bench and sulk, you know? It's, it'll be very harsh on anyone to see that happen to them. So, yeah. All right, you know, you know us. We all we love we love talking trivia. Charlie tried to tried to get me a little earlier. So, Charlie, uh, I want to I want to see your World Cup final trivia. Right. Uh, you there? I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm waiting for you. No, I want to hear your trivia. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Um, 
All right, let me see. Who has appeared? I'll give you an easy one. Who has appeared in the most World Cup finals? Uh, would it be Germany or would it be Germany or we're going to like unified Germany? Yeah, we'll give you both West Germany and Germany. Yeah, you are correct. That was an easy one, like I said. So, what about you? Have you got one? Oh, I've got one for you. Five players have been sent off in a World Cup final. Four of them are French or Argentine. Who is the only non-Argentina French player to be sent off in a World Cup final? Um, do I need any longer than a second, Zinedine Zidane? Wait a minute, he's French. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Um, right. Uh, blame me. Hmm. Oh, there was a Dutch player, wasn't there? Oh, I can't remember his name. Was it Dutch? I'll give you a hint. It's, I'll give you a hint. It was not the guy who, uh, should have been sent off at first. Oh, right. Dion. Right, no, uh, you've, you've got me there. I can't remember his name. Johnny Hightinko. That's it. That's it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah. I can't think of any other trivia questions. If you hadn't told me before, I mean, I could really sort of snowball you with that. Uh, a stats one, but um, that's, that wouldn't be fair to you because nobody knows those answers. Only some sad st statistician like myself would, <laughs> would know things like that. Yeah, like yeah, like Roberto Baggio missing a penalty in the Rose Bowl against Brazil. Well, so did Diana Rosso. He's not alone. <laughs> so did Kaelin and Bate at the last Euros. Exactly. And uh, so did Harry Kane doing his NFL audition. You know, there's a team out there, certainly, who um, could sign him up. He said publicly that he wants to play as an NFL player. So um, putting that ball over the crossbar and between the two posts, he showed that he can do it. Um, Only could have know. done that last weekend, right? And well, he did. Scored the he second did. penalty. Yes, indeed. What about the United States, then? What did you make of their tournament? Oh, gosh. It frustrated me. I knew we could beat the Dutch. I knew we could beat the Dutch. But you didn't. Yeah, because we because Greg Berthold didn't play a best starting 11. How come, country, with 330 million people, you haven't got a striker? That doesn't make any sense to me. Because all best athletes play NFL, NBA, NA, and NBA, NFL, MLB, NBA. We don't mm. play. We don't play football. Yeah, true. But um, yeah, well, you know, you're hosting the next tournament, so you've got four years to find someone. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, we're gonna get Harry Kane in four years. 
We need a Harry Kane or somebody to bag the goals. True, true. Justin Tucker, get him to switch from the NFL to uh, soccer. Just stick him up front. You know, he's good at kicking the ball between posts. I don't think I don't think Justin Tucker would head the ball though. Well, no, that's true. That's true. But um, yeah. So what else has impressed you then with this World Cup? Any players that have stood out for you? Uh, I mean, I mean, anytime you see Luka Modric on the pitch, it's never bad. Mm. <clears throat> I mean, he's 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 getting better with age. Like, uh, he's like get he's like fine wine. Yeah, yeah. He is. I've been really impressed with uh, Jude Bellingham. It's hard to believe that he's still just 19 years old. Um, well, Hugo Fall, I will tell you this. He won't be in, Beru- in Dortmund for long. No, he won't. No. No, hopefully he can make um, a transfer to the Premier League. Um, I know that he would improve Chelsea massively. He would improve Man United. He would improve any team. In the I, mean, I, I hate to say it, he's going to Liverpool. Possibly, yeah. With the, yeah, you never know. Yeah, that would make sense. They do need to strengthen their midfield, and he would be a good player for them. Definitely. Yeah. Okay, so uh, ultimately, who will it? Will uh, Argentina be celebrating in Buenos Aires? Or will the French be celebrating a second consecutive World Cup in Petit on Sunday night? Um, one thing you have to take into consideration as well. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed um, in this World Cup, the atmosphere when Argentina play is unbelievable. They just oh my lord! It sounds it sounds like seventy eight all over again. Correct, correct. So I think that's going to be a massive influence on Sunday's game. Um, it's going to feel like a home game. Could you have imagined if Morocco had have made the final as well? And that their fans were just just as loud as any fans at this World Cup, even louder. Um, so it's a shame we don't have that clash between Argentinian supporters and Moroccan supporters verbally, but um, vocally, I should say. But um, I think Argentina will just uh, sway this. Uh, I think they will win it. Um, I think it'll be a... Dare I say high-scoring game, 3-2, maybe something like that, um, which obviously will have very similar rings to it than 1986, the last time Argentina won it. Um, so, yeah, I'm going for 3-2 Argentina. What about you? Uh, I'm going to pick I'm gonna pick the same I'm gonna pick the same result from four years ago. I think France wins 4-3. 4-2 was the last one. I'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick the same score from the win the last time they played. Oh, right, right. Okay, yep. Oh, wow. Well, that'll be a good final if we get that. And who wins the Golden Who wins the golden Boot Award then? And uh, Mbappe. I think Mbappe. I think this is Mbappe's time. I think he is the current GOAT of world football, and this is his time. You do realise that if neither of them score and neither of them have an assist... And Alvarez and Giroud don't score. Messi will score because he has one assist more than Mbappe. That's what it comes down to if they're all square. Gosh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about who gets the hockey assists now. 
Yeah, well, <laughs> that's that's what it comes down to. <clears throat> or like who misses a penalty? Who misses the penalty in the ninety-fifth minute when it's two, two, three, three, whatever? Uh, that would be heartbreaking for whoever it might be. But um, let's just hope that it's a good final and um, one that we will be talking about fondly in four years' time, eight years' time, however long. Yeah. All right, Charlie. Thanks for hopping on. We wish you a happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and maybe your Dolphins can win a snow game tomorrow night. No chance. No chance. No chance at all. But Dylan, thank you very much. Happy holidays to you and everybody watching this. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll speak again soon.